Hello, everyone. This is John Asplin, Superintendent of District 205. Thank you for tuning into the Galesburg 205 podcast. We'll be talking to many different people within the school district during these podcasts. And each month, we like to do a board recap of the meeting that, that just happened. And we had a meeting on Monday, November 8th. And so with me today is Board President Rod Sherpy and guests <laughs> on cue. Welcome, Rod. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, Dr. Asplin. I also have uh, my grandson, uh, Lucas Len Luca Lencioni. Um, here, so hopefully he behaves during uh, this podcast. It's your first media appearance, Luca. Welcome, and he's very excited to be here. And he's going to be commenting throughout the meeting, so uh, we're really excited to have Luca here as well. So uh, this month's meeting was a uh, relatively short agenda, but we did have some interesting items on there. We want to make sure we highlight those, and that I think that would really start with the audience to visitors. You want to talk about what, what we learned there? Okay. Uh, as part of our meetings, we always start with uh, public comments from uh, from the public. And uh, one of the people that spoke to us was a, a student at Galesburg High School. And she presented a concern that um, concerning um, uh, headwear, the ability to, to wear um, ethnic headwear at the high school. Um, so she's talked about do rags and the need for, you know, um, the, you know, the, the need for hair maintenance and whatnot, and how it kind of, you know, intersects with our policies and uh, the student code of conduct. So I'm, I'm glad she brought that to our attention. And I, I took a second look at our policy. And then I also took another look at our student code of conduct. And I believe we're going to look at that and reevaluate that yeah absolutely so um, the, the board policy committee there is a policy on student attire and there's also a handbook committee that has um, created language on what is acceptable and what is not in the school and uh, those groups will need to meet and sit down with the students with uh, administration with staff to kind of iron that out and really uh, deal with that issue because it's uh, it's something that everybody really needs to talk about so i'm really glad that she brought that to our attention uh, and then during uh, presentations, we had two presentations. One was on the tax levy and one was from Steel School regarding the, how they're meeting the board goals. Uh, let's start with the tax levy. What did we learn there? Well, I re was really excited with that presentation because usually we don't hear good financial news. We're, we're told that we need more tax money. And uh, since I've been on the board um, for the past five years, we've tried to maintain the tax rate and we ha had been able to do that. Um, but this time we were actually got a recommendation to lower the tax rate. I believe that amount was about 11 cents. Yep. So that, that's real good news. Um, and I was, I was real pleased by the work that we've been able to do, um, to making our district financially solvent, yeah. I guess would be the right word. Um, some years ago, the board set some financial goals and... We, we had a report from the auditor a couple months ago, and he said that basically we're in really good financial situation, and we have met and exceeded all of our fin board financial goals. And Ms. Ham took that up to the next step of actually, you know, since we are have met our financial goals, we can uh, work on lowering the tax rate. So yeah, I'm excited to hear that. It's a really exciting uh, part of the evolution of our financial situation here in District 205. And as you said, uh, Mrs. Ham has done a fantastic job of, of, of putting us, helping us be in a position where we can do this. And 
um, you know, for the next few years, uh, we feel like this is something that we can definitely do. And, and the goal is to continue to do it. But if you've spent any time with Illinois public school financing, the state has had an uneven record of, of supporting schools. So it's, it would be very difficult for us to promise that forever, but that is definitely the, the goal. Absolutely. Uh, so as long as state funding continues to come through, we'll be able to continue to keep on the trend of trying to lower the tax rate. So that's a really exciting uh, change here. And then uh, also we had an update on how steel schools are, are, are approaching their, their goals, specifically math. And so you want to talk about what that presentation looked like? Well, uh, a couple months ago at one of our meetings, uh, we the, the school board um, set some uh, some goals for the district, and one of them was uh, improving our, our math scores. So uh, the, some teachers from Steele School g- gave a presentation on what they are doing to, to um, accomplish that goal, and it was a pretty exciting presentation. Uh, I, 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 w- I wish I would have been... Uh, a student at that age and with teachers of that caliber because they're they're making it real exciting to to do math using i believe the ready math program yeah. and it's kind of a competition and the enthusiasm and excitement i, I think it make any student excited and want to learn more about math yeah i was really really pleased to see their presentation and and you know being in that school a lot it it, it was Pretty much a reflection of how the staff approaches every day. Right. Their their enthusiasm over there is always so infectious and, and exciting to see. And they did a fantastic job of that presentation. And that really is just a mirror yeah. of how they do every day over there. Well, in a short time, they've already improved them. You know, some of their math scores. So I'm real glad to see that. Yeah, I mean, uh, our students are going to greatly benefit one from having a, a coherent math program that you know the district finally put together a. a a plan to have every teacher have the same resources, which is a, a bit of a change. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really thankful the board was uh, able to provide those resources for the for the staff. And then uh, secondly, to have such wonderful teachers over there to be able to, to deliver that to the kids. And uh, having seen it firsthand over there and seeing the stars that kids are able to put on next to the rocket ship with their name on it. That's that's <laughs> that, you know, that's what education is all about, is seeing the smiles on those kids faces as they really grow and learn that. It was really gratifying to see. So that's what it's all about. Uh, so then from there, after the presentations, we had our curriculum report. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Springer, Dr. Springer now, excuse me, Dr. Yep, Dr. Springer, Springer and, and uh, Mrs. Ritchie uh, presented an idea that still needs some some tweaking. But there's a concept there about uh, looking at different ways that our students can graduate from high school. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, um, I, I believe that the gist of this recommendation is to change the graduation credits to to basically make students on a vocational career path to assist them you know to you know with uh, accomplishing um, what they need to get to graduate right one of the problems that we've had here at uh, at ghs is that uh if a student it takes 28 credits to graduate from ghs but if a student wants to graduate from raise the alternative school they can go there and it's 22 credits and so uh, we've seen an outflux of students trying to go to raise rather than trying to meet our goals here. Right. Uh, and so and I don't believe that's the intended purpose of what raise is. No, no, it is not. And so, you know, we're trying to address uh, some of that outflow of students to try to make sure that we can keep them here uh, and graduate with a GHS diploma. And so uh, looking at ways to give kids that have a certain focus on maybe job skills of giving them a maybe a different a path. Now, 
uh, none of that's been approved or anything yet. We're just looking at different ideas. Right. So there'll be more to come on that here in the next month or so. Um, and then in the, the the building reports, we're still going with the three two one format. Do you want to tell the visitors or the listeners what the three two one format is? Well, we changed that two board meetings ago. Um, it, it used to be that our, our building reports were sometimes pretty lengthy and had a. a okay, we got a little side comments yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know. We got We got I don't know if Luca likes talking about board reports. <laughs> um, but we asked him to to do a three, two, one concept. And by, by that, we mean that we want them to tell, tell us three good things that are going on in the dish and their building. Then we'd like them to tell us two things that are posing challenges. And then one thing that they're doing to, uh, to, uh, to solve some problems. So, yeah, that's, we're on uh, month two or three of that now. And so that's, uh, an, an interesting change. I was uh, appreciative of some of the comments that, that board members made where they were saying basically by being shorter, it's actually more informative. Absolutely. I, I know for me personally, I spent a lot more time reading these building, these shorter building reports because the the, the data within it and uh, was, uh, I don't know, it just seemed a lot more concise and easier to compare building to building to, to identify, you know, what the great things we're doing and what things we need to need to work on. Yeah, it's, I think it's been a welcome change as well. It's, it's, it's much more consistent to be able to start to see themes between the buildings. And so um, I've been really appreciative of that change as well. Uh, okay, so then moving on, we had a building and grounds committee report where member Lyon got up and once again had difficulty not touching the screen. <laughs> uh, well, we're, we're used to that. <laughs> and uh, showing pictures of the updated facilities over at the high school. Um, and then, um, you know, in talking about that, um, you know, there were some highlights there as well in terms of uh, some changes at the high school and, um, you know, looking at schedules. Now, one thing I, I guess I would like you to address, uh, maybe we didn't specifically talk about it at this meeting, but, you know, we still hear rumors out in the community, oh, the building's not going to be ready for next year. What can you tell us about that? No, the building will be ready for next year. <laughs> yeah. And, and if, I would encourage people when they get the opportunities to, to go in there and look at it. It's a complete well, transformation. It does not look at all what it did before. We've pretty much, you know, changed every aspect of the entire building. And yet it's really amazing now. And uh, if the new addition on the north end of the building to see uh, for our uh, for our students next year, if you're a 10th through 12th grader, you'll basically come in and go to the north end of the facility. Yes. Uh, whereas if you're a seventh through ninth grader, you'll be on the second floor on the, uh, the, the the first the south part of the building on the first floor. So we've segregated our junior high from our from our ten twelve, and then the ninth graders kind of exist in both spaces. And, and that was in response to some concerns that we heard from the community. Yeah. We were really concerned about having you know younger students you know in the same building with. Uh, with uh, the older students, the 12th graders. Yeah, and they're, they are definitely separated. And it's, you know, you can get your steps in in that building in a day if you really wanted to kind of walk around and see everything. It's yes, a, you can. It's a sprawling facility. It already was big. And now adding on the north end of that, it's it's just even that much bigger. And uh, the next step is getting the, the band in the choir room on the south side of the building uh, walled up and getting a roof on them before winter so that they oh, can work inside. And then the auditorium for people to drive by, you can see that there's a lot of work going on in there still. And uh, that'll be ready for next fall. We were hoping that, so, you know, we were cautiously optimistic at one point that maybe we could get something in the spring. And 
you know, that's still a possibility, but we're, we're probably not going to promise anything about that just because we want to make sure it's done for next year. Um, okay, so moving on, we also talked about uh, selling Nielsen. So we haven't had any bids. So what is it the board decided to do? Well, we'd definitely like to sell it. Um, we we want to sell it to, to somebody that's going to make a positive impact in the community. Um, what we had done previously was we set a minimum price. And then at the last meeting, we lowered the price. And then um, Member Lyon expressed a concern at our most recent meeting that that might be going down a slippery slope that, uh, you know, if we do that, then if we did have anybody who was interested, they might just continue to wait until the, pl the price dropped and dropped and dropped. Um, so upon recommendation of our lawyer, Mr. Feeney, Feeney. Feeney um, he, he advised that we could post it at, uh, uh, with no minimum bid. And if we weren't, you know, we didn't find that the price was acceptable, then we can simply repost it. Right. So we have the opportunity to reject all bids if we want to. Uh, but now for anybody that's interested in, in purchasing Nielsen, um, there is no minimum. So you can put in whatever price you want uh, and submit a bid. Now, we've also lengthened the time. So it used to go from month to month. So this time we've lengthened it out. So really it's till the end of January. And that's in response to holiday season and really getting people into the building so that they could yep. see it. So uh, the goal now would be that at the February board meeting, as long as there's a, an acceptable bid, uh, that, that we could start that transfer of ownership. So, um, you know, I, it, it is a change. And, and I hope the listeners understand that change that it isn't just if you want to put in a bid of $50,000 for the building, you're not going to get it. You know, we, we just we need to try to attract more people. And, and we have had visitors into the building. And, um, hopefully somebody will, will step up now and really put in what they believe is a fair price for that facility. And, and it's a great property. It's, um, you know, excellent location, you know, you know, right there on Farnham street, you know, close to the interstate, um, and 12 uh, acre yard, a good, good piece of land with it. Um, what was it? Uh, 40,000 square 41, feet. 41,000. Yeah. That's, you know, it's a lot of square footage too. So I'd be excited to hear somebody that might express an interest in the property. Uh, yeah, so I look forward to having maybe a change in our discussion on that at uh, the February meeting. It really won't be much on it until then because we're waiting on the process for the bids. Um, now we move into the last, actually, the last part of the, the meeting of uh, we had an intergovernmental agreement with the Gelsberg Public Library. Uh, what do we do that for? Well, we do that every year, don't we? Yes, we do. And that's to assist students that may not be uh, um, within the, the public, the Galesburg Public Library's residency requirement, but are within our residency requirement allows them to have access to a, a library card. Yeah, it's really a great thing. It just right. basically expands the library's ability to give kids free access to the library. Absolutely. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. So that's an every year thing that we do, and we're happy to do that, obviously. And then uh, we had a discussion on resolutions for the delegate assembly, and this year, Member Rodriguez is going to be our delegate. And uh, what does that mean? Well, um, in about seven days or so yeah. uh, the school board's going to go up to chicago for a big conference and during the conference they have a, a a delegate assembly where one representative from each school district meets and they they vote on a variety of re resolutions that are proposed by different um, um, school districts now you know how we vote on this doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be any legislative change it just basically says that the Association of School Boards 
This is what they endorse as a position, and it might help guide legislators in, in their work. So that happens next Saturday. So by the yes. time this gets released, it would be uh, maybe the week of. So um, it, it'll be interesting. We took a year off because of COVID, and there hasn't been a school board convention for two years. But uh, that's always in a, a good time for the board members to get up there and, and learn uh, through classes put on by various different school districts, entities, the school board association, what be what whatever it is. So uh, that's coming up really soon. Yep. And it's amazing the classes that they present. There's there's so many good classes. There really isn't, you know, and they overlap. So you have yeah. to be very selective on which classes you attend. Because, yeah, there's literally hundreds of classes yeah. available. A lot to learn. Uh, so then the last action item of the night was uh, consider approval of the Churchill Junior High uh, Improvement Plan for the 1003A grant requirement. Uh, that is an out, outcropping of um, when we still had two middle schools. Uh, there was some, um, uh, we were flagged because we had a certain number of uh, truant students from a certain classification. And so we've had an improvement plan to try to work on truancy through a, a certain segment of the population. But it, it's tied to the building, even though those students are now at the high school, uh, it still stays with Churchill. And so there's also funding that's tied to it. So fortunately, the yeah. uh, the timing worked out that the state only released the grant like days before our board meeting. And then you had a deadline of December 1st to get it approved. So we were very fortunate that that was able to fall within that that uh, time period. And uh, now next year, because Churchill's going to move to the high school, we're going to have to revisit all that as well, because that facility name changes in the state doesn't always keep up with name changes as well. They, you know, just because it's, you know, the seven, eight students have moved to the high school, the, the, the money still stays with the seven, yep. eight building. So uh, that was the last thing we were fortunate to get that in. And then well, that's a lot of last minute work to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of staff work that's getting that's going on actually as we're speaking. Um, and then we just had our uh, personnel report. We every month we have, um, you know, we hire new people, and with you know that that goes on every month. Yes. Um, and then uh, we had a grievance update, uh, report on FOIA requests. Those are monthly things that we do. And then uh, future agenda items. We did have uh, board members ask for the dress code discussion. Yes. Uh, and then also an update on outreach procedures. You want to explain what what that is talking about? Well, we have a, a group of uh, teachers assigned to each of the buildings, and one of their responsibilities is dealing with uh, student absentees and, and truancy. And that's uh, what one of the one of the board goals is we want to reduce uh, uh, truancy and improve attendance. So we'd like to hear a report from them to see what they're doing to achieve that goal. Yeah. And so that'll be at the December board meeting uh, where we'll have an update on how that looks and what that looks like on a day to day basis in each building. So uh, that's going to happen right away. And then, as I said before, the dress code discussion, if it's not at the December meeting, it'll be at January. You get into this time of year yes. with all the holiday breaks and everything. It gets a little bit harder to have everything done at once, but it's definitely uh, in the works to get that done. So. Uh, okay, that brings us to the end of the November uh, board uh, summary, and uh, we'll be back. The next board meeting is Monday, December 13th, and so we'll be back shortly after that to update everybody on the December meeting. So I thank uh, President Sherpy and grandson Luca for their time today and uh, look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having us.